happy face coming at you from Prague and bringing you a happy face. Hello and thank you for pushing play. This is Martin from Happy Face Podcast. What if gratitude is the new Bitcoin? What if humans are wired to focus on darkness? And what if you are watering weeds instead of flowers? This podcast is not about woohoo style gratitude where you feel into all the amazing things that you happen to have, even though things are really terrible. This podcast is not about toxic positivity and denying real feelings either. Although writing down positive aspects of life has proven to be effective in daily journaling, we have better for you. Choosing to be grateful is changing the way your own heart beats and is changing the way you breathe. And this is not a weak sauce. Let's sauce it up with neuroimaging data, inflammatory markers, short-term and long-term effects and psychology-backed-up research and learn the most effective gratitude practice out there. The data show gratitude practice, or GP, is a very, very potent way in which you can steer your mental and physical health into a positive direction and the effects are very long-lasting. To understand gratitude and what is coming next, let me serve you a couple facts from the background of physiology on the topic. There are two types of neural circuits in our bodies. First, it's prosocial circuit. These prosocial circuits, they are allowing us to be more effective in interactions with other people, including ourselves. Wired for prosocial thoughts and behaviors, these circuits are bringing us closer to things and enhance the level of detail that we extract from experiences. Then we have defensive circuits. And these neurons that are linked with, or these circuits that are linked with aversive behaviors, backing up, covering up, and fear and freeze reactions. These are making the problems, right? But they are keeping us safe on the other hand. So A, prosocial circuits, B, defensive circuits. These two types of human wiring are swinging on an imaginary seesaw. One side, there is happiness and gratitude. And on the other side sits depression, struggle and concern about the future. Defensive circuits are designed, as I said, to keep us psychologically and physically safe. That means we are born with negative bias and happiness f- 
for many does not come as easy. If you, for example, hear 100 compliments and a single insult, what do you remember? The insult. Journalist Gloria Liu describes this in an article for The Atlantic. We have limited attentional resources, the UC Davis psychology professor Robert Emmons told me. So in the interest of survival, our brain tends not to waste them focusing on systems that are working well. Instead, our mind evolved to identify threats and problems. We direct our attention more to what's wrong than what's right. If your body's in check, your brain seems to reason. Better to stress about the project that's overdue or the conflict with your friend than sit around feeling like everything's fine. So I like this one. Gloria uh, wrote a great article uh, for the Atlantic Journal. And I will repeat it again. So this professor, Robert Emmons, explained that, explained to her that we have limited attentional resources. So the body and the brain evolved to be interested in the systems that have some problem or in on the things that uh, can potentially be threats to us and cause problems. So they are leaving out the, the interest of our brain is leaving out focus on systems that are working well. And they are <clears throat> saving this, uh, these resources for the things that might go wrong. Okay, so then when nothing to do, uh, the, the brain seems to reason better to stress about something than just sitting around and feeling fine. The, I found this a very nice uh, explanation. But because we are not in survival mode anymore, it is very beneficial for us to use effective GP or, or uh, gratitude practice and rediscover our natural ability to shift our emotions of anxiety and fear to feelings of well-being and happiness. Gratitude can shift pro-social circuits so they dominate our psychology and physiology by default. And that's very interesting that we no longer need to work hard or establish these circuits if we train enough and they are we are just feeling better by default but this is all coming next what is the most affected gratitude practice directly receiving gratitude experience of receiving gratitude or listening to a story where people give and receive gratitude is a shortcut into the gratitude network 
into those pro-social circuits. The story-based approach to gratitude has been proven as very effective in scientific research published in Cell Press Journal. In this study, different people around the globe were listening to the same story. They did not know each other, nor were they anyhow related to each other. And the data showed the subjects would undergo the same variation in heart rate. That means their heart rate variability, or HRV, was uh, almost the same. In other words, the gaps between their heartbeats started to resemble one another in response to the same story. This is a coordination of physiology of the body in response to a narrative in different people. This shows how powerful a story can be. Isn't this amazing? People listening to the same story, very strong story, and having the same physiology in them, the same heartbeat, the same breathing. That shows how story can impact people. And this is just amazing how modern science can track this. Isn't it? Pretty exciting, huh? If you do not want to wait to receive gratitude from someone and still want to derive benefits from gratitude practice, you have to find a story. Think into when somebody was thankful for something that you did and really start to think how you felt in receiving that gratitude. Another way is to experience somebody else's experience. Find a story that inspires you because of the beauty of human spirit, the ability of humans to help other humans, and start imaging or thinking deeply about the emotional experience of somebody else receiving help. After replaying the entire narrative at least once, list out reminders of the story. So make these notes so you can... For example, in the notes, what the struggle was, point number two, what the help was, and point number three, how that impacted you emotionally. It is clear that an effective gratitude practice has to be repeated from time to time. Now you have a story to go back to and... You can repeat at least the main three points at any time. The practice is effective when done 60 seconds or more three times a week. This is very different from simply writing out the things that you are grateful for, right? With such a short practice, you get immense positive effects on your physiology. Very rapid reduction of inflammatory markers was recorded after the GP. 
amygdala, the region of the brain that detects threats and is related to fear, showed less activation as well. A study on patients with diabetes showed how gratitude practice lowered blood sugar, improved focus and appetite. There are studies showing the drop of cortisol, the stress hormone that keeps us awake at night and causes digestive problems, preventing many to lose weight and rest well at night. The best part is that you get a shower of positive chemistry linked with prosocial circuits, serotonin and oxytocin, which land your body and mind in that zen zone you want to be in. This is why thousands of gratitude practitioners with chronic pain are able to cope with their tough diagnosis, altering and reducing pain perception. Right gratitude practice brings a pervasive, long-lasting impact on subjective well-being, joy and meaning and provides resilience to trauma. Enough said about that. It gets even better. I have great news from you. Actually, I don't have great news from you yet, but I have great news for you. This is far better than Bitcoin. Because you are in control. That gratitude and circuits associated with it appear to be especially plastic. By simply reminding yourself of the story you found earlier, where people receive and give genuine thanks, you easily stimulate these pathways in moments. The more you stimulate these neural pathways, the stronger and more automatic they become. Neurons firing together are wiring together. You may know this bias in your brain from buying a car. You want to buy your special model and suddenly you see the car all over the city. It works the same way with gratitude with positive thoughts. The more you focus on them, the more beauty you see in the world and the more positive you feel. As, they, as the saying goes, your mind is the garden, your thoughts are the seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. And over time, GP encourages our brains to more consistently search for constructive themes in our life instead of the destructive ones helping us water the flowers instead of watering the weeds. The one thing all humans have in common is that each of us want to be happy, says Brother David Steindl-Rast, a monk and interfaith scholar. And happiness, he suggests, is born from gratitude. It is you now to have a happy face.